ज्ञानम यहाँ रहेंगे क्या Welcome to sound bathing. My name is Runs with Scissors. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Um So explain what this is. So that is a Tibetan singing bowl which is um I don't know if you guys remember us talking about the write a bad song competition that Lee Dyer was hosting, Tiny Sun Studios was hosting um like a year or so ago, but I took second. You said Tiny Sun so fast that I don't think anybody Tiny Sun Tiny Sun Studio. Tiny Sun Studios. Tiny Sun Studio. Um yeah, so he had a a write a bad song competition and I wrote so many bad songs that I took second and got a $100 Sweetwater gift certificate and I didn't spend it for like a year because I didn't know what to spend it on and then I got super into or obsessed with the idea of sound bowls and got my first sound bowl which I'm super excited about and now I just want to spend every uh, dollar that I make on sound bowls and nothing else oh no (laughs) I'm broke (laughs) I'm broke bitch (laughs) Uh, have you named that bowl? Have you thought of naming the? No, one? I I didn't I didn't name it, but I did anoint it. <laughs> okay, so explain that. <laughs> no, how does no, that I mean, work? <laughs> no, I, I didn't really anoint it. I I smudged it with uh, Palo Santo when I got it. Palo Santo? Yeah. Is that the little piece of the, wood that yeah, we burned? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It the smells one that's really burning good. right now. Yeah, yeah, it smells super good. Yeah, it's great. It's one of my faves. Yeah. So this house is clear. This house is cleared every fucking morning. As soon as you leave, I every clear out the bad energy. <laughs> as soon as you leave, the bad energy <laughs> suddenly is gone. Holy shit. No, as soon as you leave in the morning, I like light up whatever like incense or Palo Santo or whatever and do all my kooky shit. not not the fact that we have to light this stuff in order to get the smell of the garbage that i have left in in the garbage can yeah the great thing about um having like a basically one room apartment is that you're never more than you know 10 feet away from the fucking garbage yeah so it always smells like garbage well i mean i think the idea is that i just need to take out the garbage more you just took it out yesterday and it already stinks yeah. You're pretty on top of the garbage. Am I? Yeah. Well, I feel Compared like to like I most stuff guys. It, I stuff it a lot. Like, yeah. you know, I, I think mean, if you had your way, you would throw it out way sooner. Yeah. But then I'm like, no, no, no. But we, it's like, ultimately. We, we've got more room and I stuff my hands in the dirty garbage <laughs> oh, and you're like, oh my God, wash your <laughs> fucking hands. <laughs> no, I mean, like, ultimately, I um, can't say anything about when the garbage is taken out because I'm never the one to take it out. You like really the- are never the one. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> the feminism just leaves my body. <laughs> You're like, God, it smells like shit in here. No, I better no. buy some sound bowls and some sticks to burn. No, to be honest, uh, I'm all about gender roles. And I think that <laughs> one of the perks of being all about gender roles is that it's the husband's job to take out the garbage. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that is fair. So many women are just like. Oh my god, I can't believe she's <laughs> so many women. General, I, I think only like five guys listen to this that's, podcast. That's fair. 
Five Guys. <laughs> Five Guys, burgers and fries. <laughs> is that the theme song? It is now. Did you just make that? I did. <laughs> Do some more sound bowl healing. <laughs> Look, here, I'll, I'll mic it. I'll mic it. Okay. And then you do it, but I want you to talk to our listeners while you do it. Can you do that? The whole point, I think, is not talking while you do it. You can't that just say, ruins it. You can't say a mantra? Like, or something, some affirmations, or what? I don't know. I feel like... So... I mean, you don't got to say shit. That's fine. I just, yeah. I think that, honestly, that would... For me, that would ruin it if somebody were talking during... No one's here for, for this. It's but like let's the go. whole let's point of meditating is nobody fucking talking, in my opinion. Well, I mean, <laughs> I've I've had some guided meditations where I'm listening to music like this, and there's somebody going, "You're in a prism. The prism is in the middle." <laughs> oh, like of a, a guided field. meditation, yeah. And now shit your pants, and I'm like, "What?" And <laughs> oh it's like. God. Go ahead and just release your bowels. I'm like, what? Dude, it would be so fun to do like oh ironic guided meditations. Let's go. As somebody who's Here. like okay. actually. Okay, okay. Know, Here we go. I'm going to, uh, listen, I'm going to take you guys through a guided meditation. Holly's going to work the sound bowl. Okay. So wait, actually. So I should mic it. So you should mic it and yeah, yeah. I'm going to talk. Ready? And let us begin. Imagine yourself in a field. There is no one there but your intentions. Shit your pants. <laughs> That's good. Let the excrement flow. <laughs> Just like this sound bowl. Take off your pants and run backwards. And throw up. <laughs> and that's pretty much it, guys. Wow. I hope you feel better. That was beautiful. That was, oh man, it smells. Thank you for that. Smells good divine. in my pants. <laughs> oh my God, I can't with you. <laughs> um, I mean, I feel better. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Every time I, well, like we went into Inspired Living in, in Boyne last week and fucked around with some of the sound bowls there. And every time I touch one, I just feel like, like immediately centered and well and like I don't know there's something about them that just draws me in a way that no other instrument I mean I didn't even want to learn any instruments you know I just wanted to sing like what is what does this do for you (laughs) you're so good at that that's just your classic kazoo you know what i mean like that does a lot of work yeah you know Mm -hmm. like spiritually right true go on i'm sorry (laughs) 
I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was just curious what you thought about that. Little. Oh, yeah. No, it was beautiful. <laughs> Sound bowls <laughs> and kazoo. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to this guided meditation. Hit that gong. Hit that. Thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> So that's what we got going on. Yep. It feels good. It feels good. <laughs> it feels real good. I feel real centered and stuff. Yeah. For sure. For sure, bro. Well, <laughs> not that we got that out of the way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you want to do more sound bowl stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting into some crunchy shit. I, <laughs> I got my Reiki level one, two and master certification and um, my EFT certification, my holistic psychology. No, sorry. Energy psychology and holistic coaching certification and now I am working on my reflexology certification. I'm going bonkers in the certifications department <laughs> right now. I'm like a like I so I was homeschooled, right? And I loved homeschooling and so it's very exciting to me to be what feels like homeschooling <laughs> right now by doing all these online certifications. I'm a very like self-motivated um person when it comes to education i love just like nerding out on things is my you know if i could get paid to do that so if you could envision what your future would look like doing this type of work yeah what do you think like explain what you what your service would be and what your goal would be yeah um so I definitely think that sound healing would take a really big, um, you know, role. Um, I really just want to help people heal and learn to heal themselves more importantly. You know, I don't want people to like come back and see me forever. I want to give them the tools to empower them to heal themselves and then work on other people you know what I mean like I want I want people to become well enough that they never come back and then bring new people in that I can you know mm -hmm. help um I don't know it's it's hard to figure out what it will look like I think it'll be a combination of a lot of different things I think it would be a lot of coaching I want to get into sobriety coaching as well um, cause that's something I felt like I was kind of doing when I first got sober, you know, like I had that Facebook group that was super, super active. I was like kind of coaching all these women and then I got so comfortable being sober that I just kind of forgot that there's a bunch of people out there struggling with it. It'd be so, <laughs> I, I laughed cause it's like, I'm thinking of like you sitting there like doing your sound bathing and just being like, I'm better than you. <laughs> I'm so I'm almost two years sober and you're fucking not bitch <laughs> jk dude no um just just hearing just hearing you say like being a sober coach is yeah, that what you said yeah 
like just hearing that it just made me think of like like what does that look like someone just like keep your eye on the ball telling you that like <laughs> passive aggressively that they're better than you oh my god no <laughs> i think um i mean it's a lot harder to be the person just getting sober than the person who's been sober you know what i mean it's so yeah. much harder to not drink when so, you are not as far removed from it so that would just have to be like an additional thing that you can talk about with people, right? Because you can't like be paid to be someone's sober coach. Well, you? I mean, isn't so, that what AA is for? Well, so another thing I think I'm going to work on is my life coach certification. I think that that also. So there's, God, there's so many fucking different things I'm working on right now. I'm working. I'm taking a course in. Um, uh, it's like addiction psychology, basically an addiction coaching. It's to get my certification to be able to technically do interventions, which I don't want to do. Do not want to do oh, interventions. Oh God, that would be but awful. But it would give me the skills, I think, to coach people who actually are already sober, wanting to stay sober. You know, those are the people I want to work with. I don't want to be the person convincing people to get sober because I feel like that was what I did in my past, like dating people. You know what I mean? I was always like, please get sober. And, and that was really annoying. So I don't want to ever do that again. If you don't want to get sober, fucking fine, dude. You do you. <laughs> like once you do want to get sober or you are sober, I can, you know, maybe offer you some tools that you can use to help yourself. Because I can't save anybody, but maybe the tools that I have learned, the coping strategies and other things like my Reiki healing, sound baths and stuff like that. Um, meditation. I'm going to take a, I've got a course saved in, um, meditation, uh, guided meditation certification. Um, like so, what I was just doing, right? Yeah, exactly. Pretty much like, like what that. You're doing. Yeah, okay, totally. Cool. I'm <laughs> so like, like halfway there. You know, helping people, um, maintain their sobriety through these other, pathways you know like I am somebody who likes to do a lot of different things at once like to you know I'm a, I like to wear many hats I feel very comfortable doing that spinning a lot of plates whatever you want to call it and I feel like I need to take that into consideration in my career um and yeah I don't know I just I like to be a little mad scientist in that sense of like doing a lot of different things so for anybody listening who was listening before and knew that you had a thing called the happy wife bake shop what's going on with that <laughs> <laughs> that's what i want oh my god that's what dude. everybody's wanting to know what's going on with the happy wife yeah. bake shop well so i um started a uh well i started baking a lot to you know get my chops up more i started experimenting Which was making more. me fat and also me fat and also have a lot of tummy troubles because uh, baby doesn't like gluten. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm one of those assholes with a gluten intolerance, um, which was problematic because I was baking a lot of sourdough bread the and bread pancakes and muffins. The, and good, though. the bread was baller, dude. Um, yeah, I had the sourdough starter named Craig. Was it Craig? I think it was Craig. Yeah. And um, yeah, I had to lay him to rest because he was ruining our lives. And then I was like, you know what? Baking makes me like I like baking. I like feeding people. It's real fun. Something I can do. It's something I, you know, still have that certificate to do legally, which is great. If anybody ever wants me to bake them, you know, a birthday cake or graduation cupcakes or whatever. She makes great cakes. Yeah. Like I can do that stuff if and when it comes up, but it's not something I want to pursue with my life because it doesn't make me healthier and better as a person. 
Um, so I changed the Happy Wife Bake Shop to Happy Wife Bohemian Decor, um, <laughs> which I'm still doing. It's, it's not. I'm not replacing that with, um, uh, you know, all of the holistic things per se I'm, I'm still doing that on the side and I've actually done a lot of I've made so many macrame pieces it's ridiculous and they can all be found um at least for the most part at my mom's coffee shop Wildwood Coffee Company where's that in Indian River nice Michigan so yeah, um, big gallery wall of that stuff so that's and I've got an Instagram page for that um that if you guys want to follow do that and then I also started an Instagram for the holistic healing services that I'm offering. Um, and that's just Holly Jaqua. That's the, that's the tag. That's the name. Oh, is it? It's Holly Jaqua. And then in the profile, it's Holly Jaqua health, holistic health practitioner, which sounds so official. (laughs) (laughs) I looked at it and I was like, this can't be right. (laughs) Like I can't be allowed to call myself that, but I Googled it several times and I can. So I did. Nice. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. It, it feels nice. I look at him and I'm like, wow, this looks um, very professional. Also, kind of looks like a spam account, though, because um, in my profile picture, I did use an AI-generated background of cherry blossoms. The fuck? <laughs> you haven't seen it. I haven't showed you. And then my uh, two posts besides that are um, not like memes, but, you know, like inspirational quotes on like a background. Looks nice, but looks like a spam account, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> because there's no other post. There's like three posts, but um, it's it's cool because it's helping me get into writing more because I'm writing with each post. I'm writing a long, you know, thing that I hope will help people and help me also because I think that when you're um, practicing being more mindful and you're writing things to help people it's also helping you because it's reinforcing the things that you learned that might not be at the forefront of your mind all the time but when you're forced to sit down and be like okay I need to write about something I need to you know dig deep and try to come up with something that will help people it also is helping you and kind of grounding you yeah you know so I'm I'm really excited about that I hope that it does well i don't know i mean it's kind of like a it's a vague industry to be in you know like i was um we had brunch out at my family's house today and i was sitting in the living room explaining reiki to like my mom and grandma and and even you because we haven't talked that much about it and i was like god do i sound fucking insane (laughs) like yeah i I rub my hands together and they feel tingly and (laughs) and then i (laughs) inject people with the divine source (laughs) It's yeah. just like, it sounds bonkers, but it's like a, you know, it's a really ancient practice. Like people have been doing it. I've seen sources that say that people have been doing it for 2,500 years. I've seen sources that say, like my instructor said 5,000 years. Like that's so long. Same thing with EFT, 5,000 years. You know, like this is what we did before we had modern medicine. And, you know, modern medicine obviously has its place, but... I mean, I think that these ancient healing techniques have something to them. And it's something that I want to explore more. So Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all about it. <clears throat> I think you should do it. I think you should, you know, stick to it and Yeah. It'll just uh happen the way it's supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. You know? That's my biggest thing is just letting things happen the way that they're supposed to happen and trusting that 
the universe is, you know, giving us signs and giving us uh, intuition. I mean, I, I'm, I don't know if you've, if anybody's ever listened to this podcast, I, I mean, I've talked about like higher powers and, you know, that kind of stuff. But I mean, I do a lot of praying and I think praying is, I grew up in a household where we didn't pray, you know, we didn't, there was no religion pushed down my throat. There was really nothing, (laughs) you know, it was pretty much, uh, just out there, you know, in, in the, in the ether, you know, yeah. kind of lost, uh, emotionally, uh, spiritually, but you know, I do a lot of, a lot of praying and I, I always pray for, um, just the acceptance to let the things that are supposed to happen, happen and trusting that this is exactly where I need to be yeah. at the exact time. And, you know, I think that kind of segues into, you know, obviously the main thing, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, the main thing of the day is that, you know, I posted a video on social media that uh, we are laying the pistol whips to rest. Um, It's been a good 10 years. We have played, man, I don't know how many shows we have played. You know, yeah. I mean, hundreds, more thousands, <laughs> like hundreds and like hundreds of thousands, <laughs> well, millions. I, I, I don't know how many. I mean, man, like to, to think <laughs> to try to figure it out. I I don't know how like how long that would take, but let's just say, I mean, I don't know. I feel like we played at least a hundred shows a year minimum, right? I mean, that would be multiple a week, I think. Yeah. I think a hundred may be excessive. Maybe like 80. Well, maybe, I mean, in the, in the beginning, it was definitely way more. Mm. Like we were playing a ton, you know, mm-hmm. basically before when I, you know, um, before I had to like make sure that I, I wasn't, um, cutting into my time with my daughter, with our, with our daughter, um, you know, up until 2015, I was playing music every single gig I could take. I was doing it Mm -hmm. no matter what I would play like three shows a day sometimes. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I can't imagine doing that. I've done two a day, but like with hips and Rico in the month of July, one year we played 33 gigs in the month of July. You know, we just, we played our asses off and back then I could do it, you know, were you working too? Yeah. Well, wow. there was, there was a, a year where I didn't work. Um, cause I was like just trying to put everything into music mm-hmm. and video editing. I, I really wanted to make videos and, but man, that's, that's an, it's an expensive hobby. Yeah. Basically. Um, and I wasn't that good at it. <laughs> you know, it's like there's, there's guys out here like Alex Childress and, mm-hmm. you know, Johnny and, and, and they know how to do it. And yeah they've had a lot more time and experience and the equipment. And for me, I just, it just didn't work out. And I, I tried to get some like, you know, paying gigs. Mm -hmm. Uh, I made a video for the farmer foot drum, uh, for Pete, for Pete farmer, for farmer foot drums, Mm -hmm. an instructional video. Mm -hmm. I made a 10 minute video 
and he was gracious enough to even pay me for it. (laughs) And the video is still online. I think it has like over a hundred thousand views or something like that. But I made it extra silly and weird. And he was like, okay. Like he was kind of like hesitant in the beginning. He's like, (laughs) I I see what you're doing and and I like what you're doing. and, and, And okay, let's go with it. But he put himself... You know, he he was extra wacky for me. Yeah. You know. Um. But anyway, dude, remember the Mio video that you made? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. So funny. Mio energy. I almost feel like every guy goes through a video editing making phase, and every girl goes through a photography phase. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely went through both of those. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. So. You know we were playing tons of gigs. I was work at that time. I think I was only working four days a week. I was working Monday through Thursday. Mm-hmm. Well, because it, it came to the point where, you know, I had to have my daughter on, you know, every other weekend. Yeah. And that, that was a huge change in my life. That was like, you know, really hard. It was, um, it was, it was you know, one of the harder things I've had to go through, um, which was, you know, um, not seeing my daughter as much and, <clears throat> you know, ultimately I think it was the best decision, um, at the time, but it was still hard. And so it was like, you know, I'm going to have to play a lot less and I'm going to have to take off Fridays because I have to, you know, I can't, I don't have, I didn't really have anybody to help me watch her. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, right after she was born, my mom, you know, died. And yeah. so, um, I didn't have kind of that support system, um, which my sisters did, you know, they, they had my mom mm-hmm. to like help them and yeah. watch their kids and stuff. But, um, and so, yeah, that was the point where I was like, okay, now I got to really cut down. I basically have to cut my gigs in half. Yeah. You know, um, but then, you know, I guess what I'm trying to like around 20, 16 is when I started noticing that my hip, my right hip was getting really started to not lie. Yeah. My hips were starting to not lie. Like Shakira said. Um, and I I remember I was at an AA meeting and I was sitting there and I kept like moving around on my seat and this older woman who was like a regular that I I knew like kind of well enough. And she came over to me afterwards and she's like, I saw you moving around in your seat. You know, she's like, where, where's your wallet at? And I was like, it's in my back pocket. And she's like, you got to stop doing that. Yeah. And I pulled it out and it was like so thick. And I was like, yeah, duh. Why am I sitting on this thing? Yeah. It's like, I'm such an idiot. But I mean, I would just thought like guys put their wallets in their back pocket. That's what you're supposed to do. Right. And so I never thought to put it in the front. Like Mm -hmm. it's so dumb when I say it out loud, but I was like, oh, she's like, yeah, you mean like you're displacing your hips like so much. And I was just like, yeah, it's some real silly goose shit. I was like, (laughs) how come I never thought of this? And no one ever said this to me before. Like, I'm just, I felt so dumb. Mm. And that happens to me every day (laughs) where someone's like, hey, uh, you know this thing you've been doing your whole life? I'm like, yeah, what about it? And they're like, why don't you do this? And I'm just like, wait, wait, how long have you known about this? They're like, well, it's just kind of common sense. I'm like, thank yeah. you so much for telling me. Like, I <laughs> had no idea. Um, 
So in that sense, I always just feel like a child. <laughs> feel like I have this childlike wonder where I'm like, gee, mister, <laughs> my hips sure do hurt. And they're like, hey, uh, do you sit on a wall? I'm like, of course I do. Why wouldn't I? I'm a dumb boy. And they're like, yeah, why don't you put it in your front pocket? And I'm like, oh, wow. Shucks. Thanks a lot for your help. And I go back. I go back on my way with my kazoo like an idiot. And so... But around that time, I, you know, started really being like, man, my hip hurts. My right hip hurts. Yeah. And dude, the last, like 2020, or not 2020, but 2021, I was like, oh, dude, I don't know how long I'm going to be able to do this for. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, it's very scary to me. Like... Yeah, the way you walk when you get out of the car after a gig is... Well, there, there's times where I get out of my car. If I have to drive to Beulah and I play my ass off, I play really aggressive when I play the foot drums. Mm -hmm. I play as hard as I possibly can. I try to kill myself on stage. Like, yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, Because yeah. it feels good. It feels the best when I'm just like mm -hmm. playing as hard as I fucking can. And... And, you know, you get into that flow state and it's like, you got to do it. Yeah. It's like this, it's <laughs> for an, for an addict or an alcoholic, it's the ultimate escape. <laughs> it's the ultimate, I don't exist anymore thing, mm -hmm. which I think is part of the allure of the flow state doing a thing because mm -hmm. you can completely lose. You better lose yourself in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But like, <laughs> how is he so handy with the kazoo? <laughs> Bro, I got kazoo skills. Okay. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, it was a slow buildup, but then in the last few years, it's been like, oh man, this is not good. Mm -hmm. Like when I get back from those gigs in Beulah and I get off the stage and I'm rocking really hard and I get home and I'm sitting in the car driving myself I can't even walk up the steps to go to my door. Mm. And it's not that I'm like, oh, I'm just so sore. It's like literally my, like, once you realize what people meant when they say your body deceives you, your mm. body just loses function. It's like, it's not like, oh, I'm trying. It's like, it doesn't work. My leg, yeah. I can't get my leg to move up the stairs. Yeah. So I'd, I would literally sit outside and just lean against my car. He'd sleep outside sometimes. I'd fucking just sleep <laughs> underneath my car. JK. No, I would just have to stand outside until I could kind of like limp up the stairs. Mm -hmm. I mean, and then the next day, dude, I'm just like. I don't think I've ever had that kind of like pain in my hips or legs. Like I've dealt with some insane weird back pain where I couldn't walk, but not like hip pain or like I can't imagine what that feels like yeah and the thing is is like it hurts but it also it's just like your body doesn't move yeah it's like you try to move and you're just like what is happening like mm. it you know um and yeah so it's it's been something that's been ongoing and every time I just feel like it gets worse and worse mm. I mean especially after so I play the foot drums when we do the shouting bones but so the way that I've seen people play the foot drums, the way that Pete Farmer plays the foot drums, the way that most people play the foot drums is they don't lift their their legs off. 
Mm-hmm. They don't pick their feet up off of the drum. They just, they have their, their heel stationary on the drum and they're just like picking up their toe. Yeah, and, tapping. And just tapping it. Where I'm picking up my whole leg. Slamming it, body slamming it. And, and the thing is, is that when, because the foot drums are higher, I have to have a drum thrown that goes extra high. Mm-hmm. And that's always the struggle. And I break them. Yeah. And I'm like, why do I break so many of these thrones? It's because... Essentially, I'm putting a drum thrown up as high as it can possibly go, mm-hmm. and then most of the night, I'm just balancing. Wiggling back and forth. Well, no, I'm just picking. Like, imagine you're sitting in a chair, mm-hmm. picking up your feet, and then wiggling them, and just letting like your heels <laughs> kind of touch the ground. Yeah, dude. And come right back up. You, most That's of so your hard. weight is being just pivoted right under your butt, yeah. right on your hips. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, I'm just balancing on top of this chair. Yeah, I'm balancing. Oh, and I'm trying not to fall off because the stage is a little wobbly. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like there's every gig has different variables. And I'm like, oh, okay, I gotta. Or it's like, I'm leaning forward just a little too much. And that's putting extra pressure on my hips. Mm-hmm. You know, and instead of being like, I can't play on this because it's gonna hurt me you know Mm -hmm. I go I'm here to work I'm gonna fucking do whatever I gotta do to make this happen I'm gonna work my ass off because that's what I do Mm -hmm. you know like and so you know so many years of doing that like like I'm like it's scary to be like dude I'm gonna need a hip surgery (laughs) (laughs) I mean for real like I I can't sit in the car for more than 20 minutes without like being like, I got to get the fuck out of the car. Like I'm in so much pain and I just, you know, sit through it basically. Um, and that sucks. (laughs) It definitely sucks. And it's something I never thought about when I started doing the foot drums back in 2012. I've been playing the foot drums since 2012. Wow. You know, and I've been playing them hard. I'm playing them really hard. And, um, you know, I think it would be different if it was every once in a while, but every single weekend, well, not Mm -hmm. every single weekend, but in later years, it's only been every other, you know, Mm -hmm. weekend, which is just what I have to do in order to have a life with my daughter. Yeah. My daughter, our daughter means so much to me. Mm -hmm. I mean... When I hear people that don't give a shit about their kids, I'm like, oh, fuck you. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm done talking to you. Yeah. Like, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, I mean, she's she's so important to me that, like, I'm like, dude, I, I can't do this every, every time I have her. I have right. to keep my time with her free. Yeah. It's important for her. It's important for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, therefore, that immediately puts puts me at half the time which is good mm-hmm. which is good it's like okay that's fine I've ex- I accepted that as someone who was like I've got to go every weekend and be hardcore and do it the best that I can every weekend and I can't turn down a gig mm-hmm. I mean when I missed a gig or fucked up a gig or couldn't show up to a gig dude it was horrible yeah. I had the like the type of anxiety it gave me to to even be late, you know, like, you know, I, I'm sure that I've come off in a certain way to people, like I'm, 
pissed off or I'm mad at them or upset. And it's like, no, it's not that. It's that everything is, my life is riding on this thing. And if I feel like I'm going to fuck it up or this is going to fuck it up, that means like, think of it as like, I lose my life (laughs) because it's so important to me Mm -hmm. that the anxiety is going to make me look and act differently mm-hmm. to people. Yeah. You know, like, for example. <laughs> for example. Today, we got to Holly's parents' house. They were watching a, uh, a sermon, a church sermon on TV, right? Mm-hmm. That's great. We're not kind of into that. So, we show up near the end. Um, they're watching it. We don't, like, sit down and watch we go straight to the kitchen and we're like, we're going to start cooking brunch. Yeah. We went out and bought some bacon. We bought some sausage. We bought some nice sourdough bread. Some taters. Some taters. Okay. So we're going to do some cooking. So we get in there <laughs> and I'm like, it's fucking go time. Yeah. It's fucking go time. I get to cook for people that I love. <laughs> My favorite thing. But I have a, you know... If you work in a kitchen, you have a caliber of what you do, right? <laughs> and I, so I immediately, listen, let me tell my story. I let you tell your story. Let me tell mine. Let me tell my truth. Let me speak my truth. So I'm in the kitchen, okay? Um, and I'm in go mode. I'm like, we got to get this, we got to time everything just right, blah, 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 blah. And then like grandmas are coming in and I'm like, oh, okay, okay. you know, like <laughs> I'm, I'm, I just like, whenever they come in, I just freeze and I just stare because that's what I do when there's people who walk just like, I work with people who just kind of walk around yeah. and they're clueless about their personal space. Yeah. And so I have to freeze because I'm like, they're not paying attention to what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. So in order for them to be safe and me to be safe, I stop what I'm doing. I wait for them to go by. If mm-hmm. they take too long, I say, behind. Mm-hmm. Right behind you. Hot. Blah, blah, blah. Well, I mean, if it's hot, I always say that. Yeah. I'm constantly walking around people all day going, behind, behind. Yeah. Hot, hot. Come on. Hot route, hot route. You know, like, sharp, sharp. I'm always saying things like two or three times too. I'm always like, behind, behind. Mm-hmm. Sharp, 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 sharp. <laughs> you know, like, and you say it so fast, it's like right hard to understand. You. It's hard to understand me, and I know that. And I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to impress anybody. I'm mm-hmm. not thinking about it. I'm just in whoosh, go mode. Yeah, I don't have any other function at this point. My only function is to cook and serve. <laughs> right, like that's how I get when I get into a thing. I'm like, I'm only here to cook, and that is it. My feelings, my life does not matter. (laughs) Like, that's how I feel when I get deeply into something in that, like, flow state of having to execute something. Yeah. You know, everything goes away. It's just that thing. You're an incredibly hard worker. Thank you. You're very driven and focused when you're working on something. Yes, and I try to, I mean, it's just ingrained in me now. Yeah. I have to be like that. Capricorn moon boy. And so, Capricorn moon boy... (laughs) He's just doing what he could do to <laughs> to please himself and everybody else. That's why he always kept a kazoo nearby. So we're in the kitchen, right? 
and I have a hot tray of bacon I've pulled out and no one's noticing that I, I feel like no one's paying attention to me with this hot tray of bacon, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so I'm like... Me and mom are in there talking. Right, they're talking. I have to pass through them in order to go dump out the hot grease. And I'm like, hot pan. And then I stand there and I just like do my thing where I just stand and wait. I'm like, hot pan coming through. And... But it's more like, hot pan coming through. Yeah, that... <laughs> Hot pan, come through. Hot pan, come like through. It took me a blah, couple blah, blah, blah. seconds to process what you had said. But the thing is, okay, <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. But then Holly says, if, if I remember correctly, <laughs> if I remember correctly, you were like, yeah, she doesn't understand kitchen talk. You got to talk like a normal person. <laughs> I didn't say it like that, but that is what I said. That Exactly. I'm just saying it how I say it. Because yeah. if I were to say it like you, yeah, then I'd be doing a voice, right? right. And you can't do voices right. for can't people. Do voices. No. That's true. That's so true. I'm saying it how I can say it. And I'm saying it very clearly, which mm -hmm. is like, you have to talk like a normal person, right? <laughs> okay. And so the person who has never felt like a normal person oh, takes that very... Uh, I, you know, I, it's like, I can still do my job here, mm -hmm. but I'm like, but I'm not at work. Yeah. <laughs> so I got to say something. And I was like, Hey, I'm a normal person. <laughs> 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 like, I don't like how you said that. I'm a normal person. <laughs> yeah. Is it like, is that, isn't that what I said? Like, yeah. And I was glad that you said something. Cause I was like, cause my, <laughs> like, like where to even begin oh, so God. we get there and i'm thinking oh me and my husband are co gonna cook breakfast for the family it's gonna be nice and relaxing and because i cook i cook like slowly and i enjoy it i take my time because i'm just chilling <laughs> and whenever you get in the kitchen me too it's Go mode, motherfucker. But it's <laughs> like, but like that's I'm, why every time you're doing something in the kitchen, I'm like, I'm just gonna. <laughs> but I'm happy in that state. But you don't look like it. I know I don't look happy, and that's what I had. Okay, and that that's what I'm gonna <laughs> lead into more, because I was like, okay, so then your mom came in, and I was like, yeah, uh, and we were talking, and I was cooking potatoes, and then I said. And she's like, thanks for, for doing this, Eric. Like, almost yeah. like nervous. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, no, it's it's my pleasure. And I'm like, yeah, I feel bad you're doing all this work. Like, clearly trying to smooth things over. And I'm like, I know it might not look like I'm enjoying myself, but I love cooking for people that I love. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm enjoying myself. I, mm -hmm. I know I look and sound a certain way. This is just how I act. I, I yeah. don't know how else to be. Yeah. Like, and I feel like if you're someone who's like that, people totally misunderstand you. And it's like every time you think you're doing something good, people turn around and go like, well, geez, what's your... And I'm like, no, mm -hmm. it's like... I'm trying to do the thing that will make you happy. Yeah, yeah, but you look mad doing it. I'm like, no, this is how I look. Like, please love me. I like, laughed, though, because my mom was like, yeah, that's okay. I'm getting used to it. Yeah, she did say like... <laughs> that's so cute. Yeah, I I'm been noticing that. I think 
I think is how she said it and kind of like smiled like hmm. Like, so funny. Like she loves guy. you. But when, yeah, when you were like coming down with the hot pan, you know, like she and I were like talking in our own little world know, and then you yeah. said it so fast that she kind of looked at me like, what is it? What? You know, yeah. there was this moment of confusion on her face and so I felt bad for her because I'm like, she's just like chilling in her kitchen and we're totally, using kitchen totally. talk in well, front of her because it is like, it's like, yes, kitchen talk is like, it makes sense if you stop and think about it but if it's not something you hear on a daily basis like I've been out of the kitchen for like two years and I like when you use kitchen talk here I'm like wait what the fuck like dude I remember a couple months ago I you took out the garbage and I put a trash bag in and I watched in the other room and you're like thank you garbage bag and I was like they just call me a fucking garbage bag (laughs) like it took me a minute I literally just stopped in my tracks and was like Okay, well, <laughs> to be clear, to be clear, when I'm at work in the kitchen and we're running our asses off yeah. and you notice that someone did something for you, you don't know who did it. You have five other people in a room mm-hmm. and you blurt out, thank you, Sandy Bucket. Thank yeah. you, Garbage Bag. And someone someone goes, hey, no problem. you know, And you're like, hey, thanks, bud. And then you go back to your job. Yeah. Like, it's a way to call out whoever did it. And I'm so used to just being like, thank you, whatever it is, the object that you fix for yeah. me. You know, like, mm-hmm. just because to me, I'm like, that's such a simple way of communicating. And I, I, I <laughs> yeah, but it's like, I'm the only one I, here. <laughs> I know, but it. it's, thanks garbage bag. It's ingrained. You're in, welcome. Garbage taker outer <laughs> garbage, man. I'm the garbage. garbage I'm your garbage man. <laughs> Coming down oh your street. God. Yeah. No, for real though. I mean, that's what I mean is that I don't mean anything by it. Yeah. <laughs> this is just how I sound and talk. And it's like, oh, you sound mad. It's like, well, aren't we all like a little pissed off all the time? <laughs> like, aren't we all fed up with this fucking bullshit that we have yeah. to do every day? Yeah. I'm like, yes. So we all know that. <laughs> but no, other than that, I'm, I'm like pretty happy about doing this thing, yeah. like whatever it is, like yeah. especially cooking, yeah. you know, and being like, these brats are this, these brats are this. Here's the slightly undercooked bacon. Here's the crispier bacon. Dude, that brunch we put on was great. Here's all the eggs that I whipped up to fucking yeah. perfection. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I take great pride in that and I love serving it to you guys. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's like, dude, our family brunches are. I'm like, so I'm like, just favorite. let me do it the way that I know how to do it. It's nothing personal. Mm-hmm. I love you guys. If I didn't give a shit, I wouldn't even be here. Yeah. I wouldn't even come. Yeah. I'd be like, sorry, I'm busy. You know, it's like, right. I want to be here. I want to do this for you guys. Yeah. It feels good. You know, when I, when I left and your parents were like, Thanks for cooking. I forgot all about it. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, that was fun. Mm-hmm. I'm a dog. I forget things. Like, me, I'm like, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, now what are we doing? <laughs> I don't want to remember every little fucking thing. Yeah. I can't. No. We can't. Yeah. We got to move on. True. Speaking of moving on. Speaking of moving on. <laughs> that's my whole point about I might what look, a rabbit trail I, it's a rabbit hole you keep saying rabbit trail yeah bro. but there's also there's rabbit oh holes and God. there's rabbit trails and they're different things a rabbit hole is like an interest or something that you dive way into and you don't really come back or at least you don't come back for like it's like a days weeks month kind of thing yes. when you're in a conversation and you get off track but then you come back that's a bunny trail or a rabbit trail thank you that's that's all I don't continue okay <laughs> Sure. I'm not wrong. I'm willing to accept that. Uh, but we got to call it a bunny trail. Bunny trail. Yeah. Quick like a bunny. Bunny tail. 
funny. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Yeah, I'm not mad about anything in life. And I need to make my life simpler. Hmm. You know, ultimately. It, it's just time for the pistol whips to be done. Yeah. It's, uh, it's served its its purpose and we've made a lot of friends and played a lot of great shows, you know, and at the end of the day, I just, the universe is just telling me it's, it's time. And in the last few years, so if anybody who like knows me from before, I feel like I've changed a lot in the last few years, mm-hmm. you Can know, confirm. I have become, uh, more in tune with myself, um, figuring out who I am, running, being sober, quitting cigarettes mm-hmm. has all been a part of that. And it's been great. And, but also now I'm, I'm starting to realize what's really important in my life, in my everyday life, um, and how I feel about things, about the world. I feel like I have a better understanding of who I am, my place in the world, and when it's time to let things go. Mm-hmm. And this is just one of those moments that, um, you know, it hit me like a ton of bricks. And I just knew ultimately that it's the right thing to do. Yeah. You know, and I, I pray all the time for guidance. Just like, you know, I, I pray to the universe. I pray to the cosmic force that makes everything strange. Mm-hmm. It's the thing that makes, I was just thinking about you and you called me. Yeah. It's, it's those things, right? Yeah. I pray to all of that and I say, please just guide me. Just let me accept everything as it comes. Let me be a, you know, l- l- let me just be the thing that people need in that moment. And, and let me be true to myself all the time and, and be honest with people. Let me just, help the world with, with your power, with your light, with your energy, give it to me so I can put it out to the world. Um, and and I do, like, I, I say crazy shit like that. Um, because it feels good. Like once you start doing it and you're breathing and, and you're, you know, if you, if you do like a good exercise, go for a good run, you're doing something very physical where you're connected to your body and your mind and your spirit. You put yourself through these hard, strenuous things to when, when you're done, you have a spiritual experience. And I have that every fucking week. Mm-hmm. And it's great. And in those moments, you know, that's when I do my affirmations, whatever you want to call it, praying. Mm-hmm. Just putting it out there saying... Please just give just give me guidance, you know. Just just let me be a beacon of hope for everyone. Let me feel what that feels like. Mm-hmm. Let me accept that energy, as in like as a person who's never felt like they deserved anything at at all. Yeah. Like I never thought I should be here. So for me to get rid of that mindset of like I'm a piece of shit. I don't deserve anything. I don't deserve love. Why would anybody want me? I suck. My life sucks. Dude, I used to say my life sucks. <laughs> like out loud 
two people or to myself. Yeah. And I got out of that fucking mindset. Yeah. Cause that was like my default and it still is. That's my default mode. And so through, through praying, meditating, strenuous work and being honest with myself now in these moments when I have that like gut feeling, Mm -hmm. I listen to it because I know that it's telling me exactly what I need to do. I'm completely sure of myself. I'm completely sure of, of my, my part. Mm -hmm. And it's a really weird thing to talk about like this, like to anybody. It's really scary to talk about. Like it makes me feel like, I'm trying to sound really cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like when I hear people talking like this, I'm like, you're full of shit. Yeah. You're full of shit. You're just trying to sound spiritual or something. Yeah. Because I was never like that, mm-hmm. right? So it's hard to believe when people really are. Yeah. And everybody just sounds crazy when they do it, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just how it is. But if you know, you know. Mm-hmm. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. You feel those experiences like when you have the universe give you a sign and you're like, there's no way I can't listen to that. Mm-hmm. I have to be guided by this feeling, you know, yeah. and those only get stronger for me the older I get. And yeah, I just try to listen to it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and this was one of those moments and it's very bittersweet. Um, you know, I, I worry that people will uh, not like me. I worry that people will not want to hear anything I ever do musically again. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very scary to think, like, what if you never get a paid gig ever again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that that's something that crosses my mind, or at least it's a feeling that emerges yeah. And and now I kind of have the tools emotionally where I'm like, nope, it'll be okay. Whatever's supposed to happen is going to is going to happen and you just can't worry about it right now because mm-hmm. you can't control it and you're going to be fine. You know, just mm-hmm. trust yourself, trust the universe, trust your gut. And I'm like, okay. Everything's going to be fine, you know. Yeah. And then as soon as that feeling goes away, I'm like, yeah, this is what is supposed to be happening. Yeah. Yeah, as soon as you listen to, I mean, your inner self, your higher self knows exactly what you need to do to be okay. And as soon as you listen to it, like, you will have peace. Like, people sometimes think that they're, like, following the path that they want to be on and everything, but they don't have peace. Like, if you don't have peace, you're not Mm. doing what you're supposed to be doing. You're not on that right path. The path that you have chosen that you thought was the right path, it turns out that it's not. And that can be okay. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Because you might have needed to go down that path to get that new perspective. Right. That's going to not even be a part of the next one or the next one. It's like we're always evolving and changing. And and it's hard to look back on like these chunks of life that we have where we're like, oh, God, did I waste all that time? And it's like, no. Yeah. This is meant to affect you later on and you have this experience you don't know why yet and you're not supposed to know why yet mm-hmm. and that's the magic yeah be open to the magic of the universe mm-hmm. be always ready for it let it tell you what it wants you to do but the thing is is that i get <sighs> okay <laughs> <laughs> so what i like to do I like to sit in the sauna 
I'm one of those douchebags who likes to go to the sauna. I pay <laughs> money to go to the sauna weekly, okay? <laughs> I like to work out really hard, and then I like to sit in there and do sit-ups and crunches, leg lifts. Mm-hmm. I try, I mean, like I'll stay in there for like 50 minutes, you know? Yeah. And... The point is by the end of it, I want to be, I want to get the hell out of there so bad. And I force myself to say, stay in there and I sit and I breathe and I take these huge breaths in and out and in and out and in and out. And then I'll hold it in and squeeze a little extra into my head. This is all Wim Hof breathing shit, right? This mm-hmm. is all very standard. Like if you're into breathing stuff, this is very standard. Mm-hmm. And when I'm doing that, and I breathe out, when I get like this big kind of high feeling, the thing that I need to do will come to me, but I ignore it mm. all the time. So the thing is, is I'll be, you know, breathing and doing something, and then it'll be like, you shouldn't have said that to so-and-so today. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I fucked up. Not that I did something fucked up, but I fucked up my moral code. Yeah. And I know that. Okay. And I, and I literally am like, universe, God, whatever you are, please, you know, please help me to be better to that person tomorrow. And please forgive me, you know, for, for being mean to him today. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Or if I'm smoking cigarettes, you know, if I'm, if I'm an active smoker, mm-hmm. it would always be... Take a big breath and, oh my God, you got to quit smoking. <laughs> and I'd be like, no, I don't. Wait, this is actually kind of dumb. And then I, you know, I would get out, you yeah. know, and, and pretend, mm-hmm. walk around all day pretending the things I'm doing are actually, they're not bad yeah. because, because of this reason, like, oh, my mom died. Mm-hmm. I'm allowed to smoke cigarettes now, you know, yeah. you know, shit like that. The things that we make up. Yeah, in we're our, so good at lying to ourselves and like having ourselves convinced. I can't tell you how many times yeah. I've like thought that I was on the path that I wanted to be on and thought like, oh yeah, I've really figured it out. But it's like, it's like deep down, you know, you're lying to yourself, but you also don't fully know because you yeah. won't accept it. It's the strangest feeling. Yeah. Den- the, the ego will use denial to put up a front Mm -hmm. to protect itself I think you know of that like you shouldn't be doing this and then like or 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 you know whatever the drug is Mm -hmm. you know like for nicotine like nicotine I think will fucking put up a thing in your brain that's like ah you shouldn't listen to that buddy (laughs) (laughs) like everything's going just fine (laughs) and I'm like yeah I'll quit sometime (laughs) not today everything's fine (laughs) you know and and you can go all day lying to yourself little just little lies that like yeah you can't even tell you can't even tell you're lying to yourself you know Mm -hmm. and and if you base a whole life on that you know what I mean like you'll be doing things differently because you're living in fear and anxiety all the time Mm -hmm. I know that when I have fear and anxiety I talk different I look at people different. Yeah. I say completely different phrases than I would have if I wasn't. Yeah. You know, I, I people please. Mm. Oh, hey, it's okay. I'll do this for you. I don't want to. That's so interesting. You and I have like opposite, I think, reactions. Yeah. When we're 
anxious because it's like like you become more like compliant and I don't know like you said like you'll you'll people please and stuff and I become very like um like masculine I become very like arrogant and gruff and (laughs) big I try to make myself like bigger and like I act like I don't care about anything you know Mm -hmm. well yeah I mean I mean, and, and, and I, I think I do that too. Mm. I don't know. I think I do it to a certain point until I'm like, okay, yeah, fuck. I mean, if the person's bigger than me, then I'm like, nope, <laughs> 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 never mind. I'll just be funny. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's me. <laughs> of course I got my kazoo with me. I'm a clown. <laughs> That's so funny. I feel like... <laughs> You like wouldn't a, punch a clown, like would a you? big dog thing. It's like are guys big dogs and women little dogs? Because like think about women in like um, this is a bunny trail, but um, think about women in like confrontational situations. Most of the time, we become like little yippy dog. You know, like little, little yippy dogs will like go after dogs bigger than them and just <laughs> like, completely without fear. Without oh, yeah. thinking about, oh, this this guy could really fuck me up. We're just like, no, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. That's a stupid bunny trail, but that's my bunny trail. And I'm done with that now. So thank you for listening to my bunny trail. Yeah. If you've ever yipped like that, you've just been compared to a dog. <laughs> oh, my God. The fuck? <laughs> Do it again. And shit your pants. <laughs> Imagine you're in your car driving across the Mackinac Bridge. You've paid, you haven't paid your toll yet. Your toll is to the universe first. Now. Shit your pants. (laughs) Shit your pants. Shit your pants. (laughs) Oh my god. That that would be the craziest. Dude, yeah, it would be so fun to make some weird uh, guided meditation. So it would be kind of fun. I feel like people would think that we're very like anti um, actual meditation, which almost would make it funnier because we're not. (laughs) <laughs> and it just ends with now release your bowels like wait what <laughs> no, do no, like no. a totally serious you'd have yeah. to be serious yeah, for like yeah, yeah. 10 plus that's minutes that's what I mean and the- <laughs> that's what I'm saying and then it's and like and be so serious about it no, but that you, nobody but would you know you have to lead up to it right <laughs> so you have to be like nothing we do in the physical world really matters <laughs> don't let others judge you Based on appearance, smell. (laughs) 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 Babies really have it made, don't they? (laughs) You know. Don't they? (laughs) Lying around, shitting themselves all day. (laughs) Release your inner baby, Anne. Hit the gong. Oh, sorry. Release your inner baby. Shit your pants. That's right. This is inner child trauma therapy. Putting my teacup. Not even look for a can. No. No. Mason jar. No. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, that's I kind of like that mason jar sound. <laughs> but anyway, um, so you just got to listen to the universe and to yourself. I think is the overall message. We we really went down some uh, bunny trails. <laughs> I hate saying that. Rabbit bunny holes. trails. <laughs> that's why it's rabbit trails. Yeah. But yeah, uh, definitely a scary time <laughs> to be uh, to be me. <laughs> it's, I mean, I'm definitely like I'm definitely feels. nervous and scared about it, and yeah. um, but also I, you know, I, I'm re- I'm ready for like a change in my life, and you know, it's going to be good for for Will and I. You mm-hmm. know, it's going to lead us in in new directions, and just you know, we've been doing the same thing for so long, you know, and. A lot of it was me just trying to hang on for dear life because of my personal life, Mm -hmm. you know, and just trying to hold the music thing together. And so now it's like, um, you know, it's, it's pretty bittersweet, but it's definitely time. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, really went, uh, (laughs) went out there for, for that part of the podcast. Um, but, um. You know, I don't even know if anybody is listening to this. I, I, so, yeah, we we're done promoting the podcast whatsoever, too. Mm-hmm. Um, other than I guess we did today a little bit yeah, a little <laughs> via bit. the video. Yeah. But uh, I'm not going to post about it online anymore at all. I'm just going to when we want to record, we're going to record because mm-hmm. if you're listening to this show, you kind of have access to all of it anyway. And yeah. I don't really give a shit if anybody knew you know, subscribes or listens. So mm-hmm. is th- this is just for us to like do this weird fucking thing that we like doing that we like doing and people, yeah, and the people tell me they like it. So it's yeah. like, we should, you know, well, on the promotion part, it's like, it kind of takes the fun out of it. Yeah. I hate promoting things. Yeah. I just like it's just doing like another things. thing to have to, you know, get on Instagram for. And well, it's, know. it's like, Hey, I'm going to do this cool thing. Yeah. Like, I, I just want to do the cool thing. Yeah. I don't want to have to sit and promote it like right. I'm a fucking business manager. Yeah. I'd rather go hang up, like, flyers that we're doing it <laughs> than, like, get I mean, fly. yeah, I guess. Like, and I, I used to love hanging up flyers, you know, and I thought about it at one point. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that'll be fun. Get back to my roots like I used to do. And it's like, bro, I don't have a whole day to drive to every city. Yeah. Like, in the area. I yeah. don't. And we don't have to. Yeah. If you want to throw up a few when you're at a place, then do it. Mm -hmm. But like we used to like hardcore hit the streets. Yeah. We used to hand out flyers. Oh, yeah. Like I used to to sing to people to like get them to. And I wasn't even the singer of the band. I'd just be like, (laughs) like, oh, yeah, what do you sing? And I'd go, la, 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 la. They'd be like, oh, that's stupid. Okay. Like, (laughs) you know, they'd, they'd. just entertain people. Yeah. Like that part was fun because you get to go out and you get to like do that kind of thing. But like promoting on Facebook and like making posts. Yeah. It's like, oh God, like dude, putting out an episode of the podcast, it's like recording. It's fun. I love editing. I love editing sound. Mm -hmm. I mean, not that we even edit this too much, but even just like putting it at the beginning. Yeah. making sure it's all good to go and like, okay bounce it over and I'm gonna upload the file like I like doing that yeah I don't like doing all the stupid text and like trying to be a sleazy promoter on Facebook yeah 
check out our podcast. Like, and I did that for so long because I was like, I should try to do this. And I'm like, dude, I fucking hate doing this. Mm-hmm. This is so stupid. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird because it's like if you do things and you don't talk about it online, it's like you're not even doing it. It's like if a tree falls in the woods and nobody hears it. And that's <laughs> what we have to get away from. We have to get away from the feeling of like, we're making content. Yeah. It's like, no, dude. I'm recording a podcast. That is the first and foremost thing. This is for me to listen to tomorrow when I want to hear <laughs> you being all cute. Aww, and I'm at work. Baby. It's like I get to sit and like hang out with you mm. again Aww. at work. <laughs> like, That's so sweet. And I sit and I just hang out with me. And I sit and smile and I listen to you be all cute and us mm. having a fun time and I'm like Oh, that's fun. Yeah. I'm going to keep doing that. Yeah. Yeah, this kind of feels like date night for us, I feel like, when we do it. I guess. And people keep telling us, like, (laughs) I mean, like, I mean, just the fact that someone was like, yeah, your podcast is saving our marriage. I was like, what? (laughs) And I'm like, okay, well, now I'm going to erase that idea from my brain and just understand that if... Like if, if, if you're an artist and you're not sharing your work, you're, you're selfish. Mm. You're selfish that the world doesn't get to see it and to yeah. hear it. And it's important because everybody has a filter that's different. If you're good at anything and you don't share it. Because you have, you have the right combination of things that make it special and unique. Yeah. And just because you don't think it's that way, doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. Or like your taste, quote unquote, catching up with you. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, like if someone's like, "Ah, I don't really like this piece, like I shouldn't sell it. And it's like, fucking sell it. Mm -hmm. It's a time capsule anyway. And and if you don't like it exactly, it doesn't matter. Someone else will like it. Yeah. Who cares? Mm -hmm. You did the thing. That's the thing you're supposed to do. Yeah. Don't worry about the results. Mm -hmm. Just do the thing. Just do the podcast. Yeah. Just play the song. Record the album. Because the way I was thinking about things is, I'm going to do this piece of content so that it exists in a place that I can exist virtually, which is online with other people. And when other people share it, it's like, we're sharing this, but we're not. Mm -hmm. We're not sharing shit. Yeah. We're stroking each other off. Yeah. That's what <laughs> it feels like. Fucking giving each other hand jobs going, <laughs> going, you're doing so good. <laughs> Look at how well you're doing. <laughs> oh, wow. I wish, it, I wish everybody could see the hand motions. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, that, that's, I mean, I'm, I'm doing the, the hand, up. pinky out, <laughs> you know, class and no syphilis. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, I mean, the whole point is do the podcast. Yeah. Do this. We're having fun. Mm-hmm. We're having fun. And someone listened to it and said it helped their marriage. So I guess we should keep doing it. <laughs> like, I think it helps our marriage too. Yeah. Who cares? It's, <laughs> it's a free podcast. <laughs> no, I mean. Oh my God. I don't know. We're just going to keep doing the podcast. We're going to, we're not going to promote anything (laughs) and do what we want when we want to do it. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. (laughs) And none of it matters. And we're all going to die. That's the best part is that none of it matters. Yeah. That means we get to do whatever we want. That means we get to enjoy it however we want to enjoy it and feel however we want to feel. Mm. 
we, that's the thing is want. We get to choose, you know, and, and, and that's what this, what this is. Yeah. You know, I've made the choice to end the thing that has been, you know, like supporting us. (laughs) 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 You know, it's like I made a choice to do that and it's scary, but it's the right choice. Right. You know, and that's all there is to it. Other than that, I'm not going to worry about it. Hmm. And I'm just going to be open to the future. And change, like change is good. Yeah, got to shake it up. Dude, change is fun. We got to shake things up. We got to do yeah. something different with our lives, and that's all there is to it. Mm. And you got to listen to those fucking voices in your head. <laughs> Unless you're schizophrenic. <laughs> Unless you're schizophrenic, then you then you shouldn't listen to them. <laughs> but if you're just some dummy like me, <laughs> you just got to listen to those fucking voices that say you know what you have to do. Mm. And I'm like, no, no, I'm going to ignore that. And it's like, bro, the voice is like, bro, (laughs) shut the fuck up. You know what you have to do. (laughs) The angel on your shoulder is just a bro. (laughs) Bro. And I'm like, I'm sorry, man. I can't exactly hear you. (laughs) And, and the voice is like, it's okay. I'll be right here to remind you that you're fucking up. (laughs) I'm like, Oh, uh, that's fine because I don't <laughs> care. So I'm fine. I'm okay. So stop. Okay. Stop. Stop it. <laughs> okay. Fine. I guess I'll consider the option of doing the right thing. <laughs> like, that's what it's like. So, yeah. Anyway, I think we should end the night with another sound bowl healing. Aren't you jealous of your brand new baby? (laughs) Sitting in his diaper. Selfishly keeping you awake at night. Just lie in your bed. Close your eyes and picture you're floating in nothingness. Put Put that up closer to it. Imagine you're floating in nothingness, weightless, no burdens, no time, just you shitting your pants. On the count of three, I want you to shid. One, two, Release your bowels. Nam your Good night. <laughs> Rep Your Set is a production of Quo Vadis Records. All content is for entertainment purposes only. Follow Rep Your Set on iTunes and Spotify, and don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and review. For any questions, email us at repyoursetwitheericdanejacqua at gmail.com. You can also send us the dates of your upcoming shows and any of your original songs that you would like us to share on the podcast.